Hello, pirate crew and friends. Welcome to the Cinemondo podcast. We're talking about um, One Piece. We have uh, two, like, it's so sad. Only two oh, more episodes. It was so, way too short. Oh, I know. It's, and short. I'm happy that, that evidently they've gotten renewed for a second season and, you know, hoping maybe more seasons, maybe 10,000 more seasons to you know, accommodate <laughs> all the anime episodes. That's true. That's very but true. yeah, it was so. I mean, when I, this is one of those shows that I was watching, and when it was, it's like there's only eight episodes, and I'm on episode seven now. It's like there's eight. only one more. It, it really got me that, like, oh, I don't want to leave this world. <laughs> I did not want to leave. And they did such a great job of like yeah. making that like feel rich and um, well produced and elegant. It didn't feel cheap or they didn't cut corners. They, you could tell they really cared about the show and the material. So yeah. that comes across when you're, you it know, really not does. just throwing it out there really, really. And I love the music. Yeah. Music was so good. And they, they really spent some extra time on the music in this episode, especially they have that specific song for Nami. That's some by a Norwegian yeah. singer. I believe it was beautiful. Like they just went the extra. Yeah. Time. That was great. Yeah, it brings it into because that that happens a lot in anime. You know, you get music that has a like a pop song kind of a, a vibe to it, yeah. and and it really it wasn't like you said it wasn't cheesy. It wasn't like some no. cheesy song that kind of ruined the mood. You know, because sometimes a song will come in and you're like, "Ooh, I hate that song. It's so cheesy and cloying." You know, love the music, but the music is great and the the feeling of it is great and the and of course the cast. We always talk about how great the cast is. Yep. This is a great example of world building where you build an artificial world that does not exist. It it nope. resembles our world in some ways, yeah. but in other ways, it's so radically different from our world. This is like an ocean world where kids become Amp pirates up. and mm -hmm. <laughs> there's fish, monsters are running around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wanted to also point out I have our pirate flag that you designed. Cool. We made a shirt. Oh, nice. We made a shirt out of it. If you look in the little little product link you can own buy your own cinemondo pirate shirt which i think is pretty damn cool sweet it looks just like us i mean it, you look exactly you're, like you're, you're automatically a member of the cinemondo pirates <laughs> you get to be part of our crew i'm not part of yeah. your crew <laughs> just by buying a t-shirt that's all you that's have right. to do <laughs> exactly and then while you're here be sure to subscribe like and comment i i we love to hear from you guys we don't want you to miss anything and and we're continuing our anime uh, review arc review, which is yeah. the next one is going to be Arlong, which is actually Arlong Park, which is actually sort of where this ended. So, yeah, we've already seen it, but we just need to review it. So we're going to be putting that up after as soon as you see our last episode. The next thing you're going to see is going to yeah. be Arlong Park. So we're getting to it. We're working on it right now, and uh, you'll see it soon. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like a um, it's where I, I feel like in the story this is where where it gets kind of real you know what i mean yeah. everything kind of gets yeah. a little bit scary i mean it's been a it's there's been moments before where people yeah. get beat up almost to death or slashed up yeah. you know but it has a kind of a um there's a there's a vibe to it that makes me think oh yeah. zoro's gonna be okay you know he'll be all right it, mm -hmm. you know and and you you don't really work but now you get into this world of um this sort of underworld of crime and and all the collusion with the Marines and all that stuff. And it's yes. starting to get a little bit 
heavy. And I think I, what I like is that the characters seem to be becoming aware of it. You know, that mm -hmm. they're realizing things about their friend Nami here that, mm -hmm. um, you know, she's not just this happy-go-lucky thief kind of funny, like, oh, I steal things. She's not just this sort of one-dimensional stealer stealer girl you know she's got this backstory that's heartbreaking and you and when oh, you see that probably the saddest thing in it really is yeah. her backstory yes oh god and the fact that she has to sacrifice her own dignity and all that kind of mm. stuff and sacrifice her life you know her life to try to yeah you know restore something that she's that she really she's like giving everything she has to try to bring yeah. something back you know that whole childhood the beauty of childhood and they depict her childhood as this idyllic thing running through the the tangerine trees and all that mm -hmm. and then suddenly that's a beautiful song playing. yeah and that all gets yeah. taken away and yeah. her life goal becomes to get something back you know and and it's a that's yeah. her out. That is her dream. You know, you yes. know what her dream was, her big, yeah. her big um, push, you know, that she saved her village and go back to when it was, you know, before the fishmen and they were yeah. destroying and wrecking everything. And, and speaking of the fishmen, the McKinley Belcher, the third, insanely great as Arlong. I mean, yeah, I, I was, he, he had this amazing voice. And even yeah. though he had like almost this ridiculous makeup, he so made that work. He looked so great. I loved his whole attitude, the way he phrased the line. He was spectacular. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I loved and, him. And if you've seen him in interviews, it's like that's not even. I don't even see Arlong in that guy. You know, because so he really put this this um you know with the with the oh. crazy spiky nose and and a lot of other kind of makeup too and that's hard to act through we've talked yeah. about that before a lot of actors um we talked about it with the actor who's got the metal jaw and things like that yeah. where you you have to oh you have to overcome that and it's like you're acting over a fence or something you know, from behind a True. screen you know? Yeah, because it's hard enough to express emotion with your normal face, say all this makeup on it. And I just loved his intonations, like way he would say Nami. He'd say it in this kind of like, yeah. Nami, like this, yeah. this sort of, you know, uh, kind of affectionate, kind of funny, like trying to disarm you, like in this, just so great. I just thought he was amazing. Yeah, he, he had I just a, want to point that out. Inflections to the way he pronounced oh, things. So good. Like whenever he would say the name of the town, what is the town called? Coco, you know, it's like this. Yeah. Like cool, so good. He was and it, very he threatening was, to you. All the fishman makeup was amazing. I thought the fishman makeup was great. It's so creative. Like they they probably just really took fish and then just really tried to adapt it to it. It wasn't even just make a generic fish, very specific species of fish. It was so good. Yeah. And yeah, and big I, I'm gonna double that big shout out to the makeup crew, the 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 yeah. uh, special effects makeup crew. I mean, the regular hair and makeup crew also amazing great. as well. Um, just, I, I always like to point out hair and makeup because nobody ever says, wow, the hair and makeup in this show is so good, but here is on display. This is like a, an, a, an extreme example of it, which is really great, yeah. but the special effects makeup, like you were saying, um, is, is so nuanced and, and, mm -hmm. and care carefully done. And like we always say about this show, there's so much attention to detail and you look at that, yeah. the makeup on. I, I'm just I was just looking at Arlong's um whatever sawfish nose. 
Yeah. And there's a couple of shots where you see the way the um the spikes are sort of stuck into it. Yeah. And just for fun, I kind of looked up some fish like that. I think it's called a sawfish or something. Yeah. And I looked up and they obviously studied the shape of those those things as far as how it tapers and all that. And but then again, they have to match it to the face. And what's really cool about that is when you turn sideways and you see the profile, it matches like the jawline and the yeah. the um you know the cheekbones and the jawline and all yeah. it one just, just stuck on of, his nose, it like went in, like there's more detail. Yeah, and it worked with the shape of the actor's face mm -hmm. and all that. And like we were saying before, um, another aspect of special effects makeup, like what they call prosthetic makeup, which is appliances that they stick on the actor and then they paint it in to match it, is mm -hmm. that you have to build those things in a way that does let the actor's face move. Yeah. Like when they smile or when they change their expression those pieces have to move appropriately in order to convey the emotion mm -hmm. of the actor. It can't just be this, That's right. this mask, you know, that they're, that they're talking through. And when they're, they're mad or happy, it doesn't change. Yeah. These change right. because they're, right. they're done in a way to make them separate pieces. And I always like to call that out with special effects. Yeah, and makeup Cause there's a lot Shit. of attention to that kind of detail. And that was part of why the show, I think, looked really good is that they didn't skimp on things like that. Yeah. And everything looked very, you know, very uh, dialed in. And, you know, this is called The Girl with the Sawfish Tattoo. That's the name of this episode. Right. You know, so they, it relates to, you know, her tattoo that she got when she pledged allegiance to Arlong's gang way back when she was a child. And, you know, kind of did his bidding, you know, drawing maps, trying to help him navigate the world. Um, yeah. Navigator. <laughs> So well, it's like they're they don't under they don't know the world yet. It, no. Another interesting thing about this show is that pe there are mysterious, unexplored no parts of the world that nobody <laughs> knows about. And if you get little bits of information, I guess they they hear things from different right. people. And and Nami is a is a cartographer, so she's able to draw these maps using this information and using older maps and using and, and combining all that, like aggregating all that information into these beautiful, you know, maps on the wall. So they're, she's basically like draw, finally drawing a map of the world, which is a hugely yeah. valuable thing to yeah. these, these pirates. I was, when I saw the world, yeah, I mean, you can find the you know one the piece, world. You know. <laughs> exactly. one piece and everything else everyone has. Yeah. Um, so I think I was when I saw this episode, I was really glad because I really liked Nami also. And it was yeah. bothering me that she kept turning her back on them and running and stealing from them and taking the ship, and taking their you know, the maps and taking and I was always really disappointed that this female character was so shady. And it's like, why is she right? And then <laughs> because you know, Luffy is who he is, he keeps forgiving her. No, no, she's our navigator, she's good. We got this, you know. So he, he knows he her, believes he in her, instinct. right? And everybody else is wanting to believe in her. And he, she keeps saying, I'm your friend, like to Zoro. He he was being vulnerable with her. He is not vulnerable, right? So he right. was especially angry when she disappears and goes into, you know, goes to, they don't know why she disappeared. So I love that because you get like, you get sort of retribution for why she was acting that way. And they and, and it also sets off this great scene that is apparently like the big iconic scene from the manga. And yeah. um I wanted to show just a little clip of that too, and we can talk about it because it's it was probably well, one of the best up, scenes. Go ahead. To lead up to this, you do you're I think you're talking about the anime where they don't 
know why she left, but in in the they changed it for the live action thing to where this is the part where I thought where Luffy really got um got to the point almost where there's one shot where um I mean he finds out that that uh Nami works for Arlong and she basically tells Luffy I'm I'm not your I'm not what you're on your team. I've been on Arlong's team and I'm going with him. And she sh finally she's wearing a sleeveless shirt and you can see the tattoo and she shows a tattoo. It's like, and then Arlong throws Luffy in the water. Sanji saves him. And there's this shot of Luffy on the, on the dock there that I think is one of the most poignant shots because he's laying there. You see him just laying and you see it in his face. Like, just i've been defeated i just over i can't what can i do you know i lost nami she just told me that she's not on my team and so then when they then when the the, the tattoos thing comes up and you find out that he is still he still i think he senses that that's he keeps saying that's not her right um they were aware that she ran off with Arlong. They just didn't know why. And Luffy continues to trust her. He he keeps wanting yeah. to trust her no matter what. So that's why I think it was kind of funny when she appears at the village and she's trying to collect all the money and he just sort of sees her crew standing there like, right. Why are you, why are you here? Like They're just sort of hanging out. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Um, but it, you know, she was, you still weren't quite sure why she was doing this. And we find out later, yeah. but um. Because you see her crime. like hitting up the, the the people, the village people for money, and mm -hmm. she's being really ruthless about really it. Really mean, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so you're still not sure, and you're seeing this really bad behavior from her, and it just seems really anti what the crew believes she is, and yeah, you don't really understand it, and they don't understand it. Yeah, and the big reveal is that you know she's going to get double crossed, and she's saving money to, like we talked about, buy back her village or, or buy back her village yeah. from Arlong for the, what was it? A hundred thousand, a hundred million berries or something. million insane. berries. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Assume that's like dollars. I don't know. Yeah. It still seems like a lot. Money, that's <laughs> <laughs> probably 500 million. Uh, but you right. know, she got it in a, a short amount of time because she was so ruthless and she stole from everyone and she stole everyone. But she's stuff, stealing so. from pirates. She's a total Robin hood kind of a character. Yes. She's, she's not, she's stealing from, uh, people that kind of, uh, got their money dirty anyway she's kind of getting well, back she was it. also stealing from uh uh is it kayla Ka Kara, yeah Kara. what was her name yeah she's what stealing from people yeah but people he's stealing from rich people it's still robin hood people yeah it's still people that won't miss it you know and, or you bad know, people had that this don't big deserve house it. full of stuff and it's like her name you know yeah so she's, she's like she's i'll just take this, this little thing pillowcase full of knickknacks um, so she was doing a lot of the stealing and we saw her early on too. Like I loved her gambit of her in the boat. Like she's like, Oh, they stole everything. All I have is this treasure. And those guys are like, yeah, yeah, we'll take that. And then she yeah. takes her ship and finds out there's Thanks nothing for the boat. Else. Hilarious. <laughs> so she was doing a lot of that, which I, you know, that's when you really liked her, but I didn't like it when she kept abandoning Luffy and the crew and you didn't know why, like stealing the ship or just leaving or just taking this or that. Like it was, it was, confounding and now we're wanting to leave at one point she almost leaves cool. and she talks to the guy but then she ends up when sanji shows gets, up. I, I mean when zoro gets um beat yeah. up she goes she doesn't leave so you they give these little hints there that she she does have yeah feelings like i mean she could have just when zoro got 
so injured, she could have just said, you know, bye and left, but mm -hmm. she stayed, you know. Right. So they so, were giving these hints that she does yeah. she does have a heart and that's what yeah. I guess that's what Luffy was picking up on, you know. <laughs> I also like part of Luffy's arc is that he uh starts out so idealistic, so innocent, yeah. so optimistic, and just nothing gets to him. And in this episode, you start seeing the like realization that not everything's gonna be perfect or easy. Right. And so he gets very there's that great scene, he's very serious. You've never seen him this way before. Like yeah. where he finds her, you know, she's run away, she's been double crossed. Um Arlong takes steals back the stuff she stole to pay him, and now she doesn't have anything right. to buy back her village with, even though he's he has that now. <laughs> so just yeah. totally shitty, just beyond. Yeah. Oh, by the the, mouse the Marines ears. are all in on it too, and it's oh, it's just this yeah, ugly corruption thing. She everywhere. She can't fight against it, you know. It's well, like the she just screwed, screwed. Yeah. So she runs out in the middle of the field, and she she sees that tattoo, and she just ah, it was such a disturbing scene where she starts stabbing it, like she's Ugh. she's branded basically, yeah. like she's like she belongs to Arlong. It's just awful, you know. She's like, oh, yeah. I gotta get rid of it. So she starts stabbing her arm. It was so disturbing. And yeah. the next thing you know, her she gets you know her arm gets grabbed, so she'll stop stabbing it, and it pans up, and it's Luffy standing there looking like we have never seen him before. Like, yeah very looking down at like she's you know, kneeling on the ground he's above her tower towering you know, as much as luffy can tower he's standing yeah. over her looking very like down at her very mean you know and you're like oh my god I've never seen luffy like this this is wild yeah. this is really weird so we have this little scene just to, to talk about it as we go so nice yeah and look at his face yeah i love that sort of you said towering scene you know where he's yeah. sort of towering over her Yep. And I love that he takes his hat off to give her. Oh my God, yeah. it's so sweet. But, and yeah, the music. Yeah. Oh, me goosebumps. The music was so good. And just the performances, the acting uh, here. Is, look at that. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, of course I will. He will yeah. help her. Mm. It's so cute. And the lighting was really good. You know, we haven't seen a lot of night stuff like that. Of course I will. <laughs> This scene. Oh, yeah, I love it's it. Right. Smoking his cigarette, looking cool as hell. Oh, so good. Yeah, That's one that's cool. Like, very much scene. like the anime. It's like got that that style of anime mm -hmm. where they, you know, the yeah. the different levels of characters into the background mm -hmm. and it's kind of a turning point in the series because you feel like now Luffy knows it isn't just about, Hey, I'm going to pirate and steal stuff. He realizes now he has to defend yeah. who and what he is. He has to defend people's honor. He has to navigate a world where people were lying to him and, yeah. and not being truthful. And so that was kind of a nice, almost like breaking point. Like at first he was kind of like, of course I'll help you. And then it was like, you kind of see the old Luffy kind of coming back. Going, oh, yes, I will. I just yeah. love that so much. That was such so, that was one of my favorite Wait. scenes in this. And it, to me, it's like that whole thing that I keep talking about, about the show, how I feel like it's sort of an analog to growing up, you know, like yes. moving from childhood to adulthood. Totally. Mm -hmm. And like you said, when it starts, Luffy is so um, just, you know, he's like a child at the beginning. He's he's always eating and he just doesn't nothing scares him. He's immortal. You know, I, I can do anything. And and he's got this um, childlike uh, vibe yeah. to him. 
And as like you're saying, as he experiences more and more of the reality of the world and yeah. the types of things that he experiences in the story are analogous to things yeah. that you experience as you grow up. And those are the moments that make you grow up. Like when you, the moment you realize that adults can lie, those kind of things yeah. are yeah. are huge. And awesome. the, the moment that you realize that authority can sometimes be corrupt and yeah. the moment that you realize that your friends might have, uh, you know, there might be a reason why your friends are being annoying or act this way or that way. And mm -hmm. whereas when you're a child, all that stuff just sort of flows against you and you walk through mm -hmm. it, you start to, as you grow up, you start to confront the realities of, of yeah. the world. And that, I think that's what, I really think that's what this show is about, or it yeah. feels, I mean, that's how I interpret it. And I think mm -hmm. it's, it's loose enough and, and well-written enough to where you can interpret it multiple different ways. But I, I, I feel like this is where Luffy is sort of becoming a little bit more, a little bit more aware of how the world yeah. works. Mm -hmm. And then we also, as a parallel track, we're learning more about why Garp is doing what he's doing. Yeah, because he's yeah. gone to see Zeph. He's trying to talk to Zeph. And Zeph's like, "Why are you so obsessed with this yeah. pirate? Like, what? What is your problem? You know?" And yeah. then you kind of you're starting to find out with some his own flashbacks, a little bit of him flashing back to where he was taking you know taking care of uh, Luffy and who was always wanting to be a pirate. He was a little tiny kid, you know. He was yeah, obsessed with Shanks and everything. Um, and he, you start realizing that he he cares about Luffy and he doesn't want Luffy to become like. Uh, what was his name? Gold Roger. Yeah. Doesn't want Luffy to turn into Gold Roger because he right. actually had him executed. So he's like, if I don't change Luffy, he's going to turn into someone I'm got to execute someday. <laughs> so right. I sort of was getting that feeling. There was a little bit of that going on. So when he ends up finding uh, Luffy, when he has his own powers, apparently, because he was super strong, they have yeah. a big kind of battle, you know, um, that was in this episode, right? <laughs> I think that might be in the next one. Maybe but this one. I think. One. I think. It, okay, this you one can cut that part. <laughs> so, he's finding his own reasons. We don't know what they are yet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in this one, you uh, see, uh, um, you see, uh, Garp meeting with Zeph. You know, right? And, the uh, Zeph meeting. We still don't know exactly what it is, but we have a few little yeah. um, informational things. But I like that, and <clears throat> we ultimately end up, you know, everyone, as a penultimate, a good penultimate episode always is, we have yeah. all of our pieces moving into place for the big final episode. And so everybody ends up on Coco Island, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we end up. thank you for using the word penultimate properly. Oh, did I use it properly? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some people think it means the last or the the top, the ultimate. But oh, second to last, second to last. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Ultimate, <laughs> the last. Um, so yeah, that, it seems like even Game of Thrones did that kind of uh, formula where it was always the penultimate episode is always the best episode. The finale episode always was like a little bit of a okay, the continuation, almost like epilogue. I always felt like the penultimate was where all the shit went down. That was the best, you know. So yeah, they exactly. did that again in this. We have the big, you know, epic looking, you know, scene from the manga and the anime. We have the, you know, yeah. her backstory. We finally understand motivations now. It's like, so we're, we also, oh, and also just real quick, we'll just throw this in, uh, again, Jeff Ward in there as the hilarious clown head, which they have to yes. carry <laughs> <laughs> they're now stuck with and all they're like no new guy gets the clown has to carry the clown bag yeah. or whatever it's like oh my god so i love that and we just have him always trying to like you know insert himself into things like they'll put the clown right. head on the table and he's always like hey what's going on i'll just put him back in the bag yeah <laughs> shut this guy up 
So that was kind of funny. So they're carrying around the clown head, which I think is kind of funny also. But now we know <laughs> where the clown body is, where his body is hanging right. up in Arlong that Village. That was so disturbing. And, and it looks like it's in some kind of a, like a carnival yeah. uh, target thing where people can throw, <laughs> you know, sandbags at it or something. <laughs> you just see this headless body and it's all kind of twitching. and It was really funny. So, I thought it would be funny if every once in a while, if uh, Buggy, just the Buggy's head goes, ow, ow, ow. And that would be funny. Like, what? And he's like, I don't know. And then you find out later that they're the people are throwing darts at him or that something really at funny. his body. That would be so funny. But I guess maybe he can't feel from a distance or something. That's right. I so I guess the, the big finale is, you know, Nami finally asks for help. Yeah. yeah. And Luffy is happy to deliver. And so now we know we're setting up the big battle at the end. And so yeah. this is why this episode was so fun. We get to learn everything we need to know about Nami. We get to know like how really bad Arlong is. And the thing is, Arlong yeah. even has some good points. I mean, there's a lot of uh a lot of um overtones of like racism and classism and all yeah, you know, and how they're treated like slaves and everyone like you know, looks down on them and they don't have a fair shake. You totally get it. But then and again, it, Arlong, you're doing yourself no favors by being such a dick. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. Kind of an interesting yeah. twist. He's angry. That. He's angry. But his yeah. his thing is is like, well, this is a watery, watery world, yeah, you know. This is it's our like world. this is a world that's based on right. oceans rather than land, like our world is. There's more ocean than land. <laughs> yeah. It seems there is. And it, it just seems like this yeah. world is made up of just islands mm. and mostly yeah. ocean. And mm. so his people are, have been sort of displaced by the land yeah. people, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and, and, you know, be used for, for their abilities or whatever. And you mm -hmm. kind of, you also kind of get a hint that, that there's a, there's an ugly history of um, them being enslaved and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So his, you know, his argument is basically like, you, you know, you made me, you made me into this. Yeah. And, Exactly. I mean, yeah. There, you know, there isn't any fairness even in this world. So, but yeah. yeah, so a good setup for the big finale episode, which you know, be sure and see that episode. We're gonna we're we have that available also, and um, yeah. we'll see you next time. I know the sad last episode coming oh, up, so but there's more. There's another season at mm -hmm. least. Yeah, season two <laughs> coming up. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs>